Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, I am here with the Hollywood Life Podcast. And this week we have a very special guest joining producer Gino Orlandini and I. We are so excited to welcome Bruce Campbell from... Oh, there it is. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you very much. There's our crowd. A pleasure to be here. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, we are so happy to have you. And um, and we were a little scared because you are the star of Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, Where's a- your scream sound effects? Chain, <laughs> chainsaw sound effects. I know. We need those chainsaws. Well, I was actually kind of surprised because, you know, Bruce arrived here. He's very debonair. Oh, I'm, there it I'm is. dressed for radio. Yeah, you are. You're dressed for radio and you don't and you don't have your chainsaw. It's one no. of your signature um, no. weapon. I mean, it is your signature weapon. Whenever I can not have it. Thank you, thank you. That's the sound. Now, don't, because now I feel like I'm at work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, wouldn't, we wouldn't want that. No, no. Chainsaw sound. There's a a big debate about the the analog sound of a chainsaw versus a digital sound. That analog is way more kick-ass. It's got more bite, oh, totally, to it. more and, terror, and a, and a little more shred. To it, oh, for sure. I- so there are those that say the chainsaw and Evil Dead, which was a mono recorded in mono uh, analog, was more had more impact. Than, I, than let's say Army of Darkness. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I'm a practical effects guy. I can't stand CG. I hate all this stuff. That's why I'm a big fan of your work. I love all the practical effects in your films, the, the goriness. I mean, it just even in 2017, they can't quite get it right. It's still... You know what was a good combo? We, the Fede Alvarez, who's going to be coming, he is an up-and-coming director. Fede wanted to do... He wanted to use the digital just to hide the practical. Because he goes, when someone cuts into an arm, I want I want to not know where that blood is actually going to go. When you have a pressurized tube and you hack into it for real, you really don't know where it's going to go. Right. So what do you mean will, when he, you like really do hack into, into an a arm. fake arm? A, oh, a, a, a fake arm, yeah, not sorry, a real arm. Sorry, sorry, in a prosthetic arm because I, I live in that world. It's all normal yeah, to me. Okay. So when you hack into a fake arm, you 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 want it to be somewhat surprising, and the only way you can do that is to do it for real. So what Fede did is he just used CGI to hide the tubes. Would that have the fake blood? I'm fine with okay. that. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I, uh, no, you're still going for a real effect. Yeah. You're, just, you're just helping it a little bit. And on Burn Notice, the spy show I did, the creator, Matt Nix, said, no fake explosions. I'm into because they like, don't look right. No, they still, no, they look so bad. bad. So wait, so are you trying to tell us? Okay, first of all, let me just say, Ash versus Evil. You're going to be starting your third season on Stars in February, right? February 25th. That's going to be the start date. Correct. And 
in Ash versus Evil. Evil Dead. Evil Dead, right. Ash versus Evil. I'm getting all, right, getting very confused here. Ash versus Evil Dead. You are the hero and you have been fighting the Evil Dead for a long time. And so, and the chainsaw is your weapon of choice, but there's a lot of gore. So for those of you who haven't seen the show, that's why this is all so important. Chainsaws hacking various parts of bodies and blood spurting everywhere. That's really a signature of the show. Well, you know what they say, the gore, the merrier. (laughs) Yeah, it's a part of the show. There's no question about it. It's unrated TV. (laughs) So if uh, Granny's not really ready for that, I I wouldn't recommend it. So if you love horror and you love comedy, this is the show for you. Come for Splatstick. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you come for the comedy, stay for the horror, or come for the horror, stay for the comedy. We're trying well, to get people a little bit of this, a little bit of right, that. Right, right. So that it's not... So if somebody hasn't seen Ash versus Evil, just yeah, like... Evil oh, dead. my God. That's okay. It's I'll because keep, of the movies. I'll, I'll keep adding it. No, no. Okay. It's, the, evil, it's Stan the, versus the, Evil. The people are confusing Ash us Ash versus that. Evil Dead. Yeah. Okay. Now, the thing is, is that why I'm confused is that you, you started your career with... These movies, yeah, the I'm evil gonna dad. I'm going to end it with them too. I tell <laughs> and, you, I'm halfway there. <laughs> Circling back, and yeah. you, you had these incredible movies, the evil dad, and then they, and then there was a, uh, a, a period of time, and now it's back as a yeah, TV it's been 20, show. Twenty five years since I last played that idiot. And so fill us in, <laughs> fill us in on what your character is doing in Ash versus Evil Dead now. Well, the whole shtick with Evil Dead is Ash is a regular guy. He's not ex-military. He's not from another planet. He doesn't put a cape on. He's a completely normal, lower than average guy. (laughs) Not that smart, but he became a survivor. And so he wound up inadvertently unleashing these evil forces. And he had to confront them as a guy who wasn't that skilled at it, survived. So we did three of these movies in total. Right. Didn't he have this book? He found the the book of the dead. It's called right. the Necronomicon. Right. Bound in human flesh, inked in human blood. So it was a nasty book that these innocent kids found. So now, uh, after all this time, he's living in a trailer park wearing a man girdle, uh, getting wasted every night. <laughs> he uh, inadvertently re-releases these ancient uh, de- oh, demonic forces. So now... Again? A <laughs> uh, middle-aged, out-of-shape guy has to save the world. And to me, I love that because the whole guy in a cape thing, to me, that's very limiting and limited. Um, like Superman, oh, hey, there's kryptonite, right? You had right, to pull and he's got special powers, of, so you had to pull it's like no big out. deal. Well, Batman versus Superman, is that any, where's the drama? They can both, they can both do amazing things. So, so how many times can you throw somebody through a building? I mean, I think Bonnie and I agreed on most of the Supermans. It's just smash, 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 smash. And everyone is invincible. So who cares? Who cares? Right. Who cares? Nobody, no one's going to die. No. Oh, they never oh do. who will survive? Batman versus Superman. Well, the franchise is going to survive. That, that's who's going to survive. I think Superman did die at the end of the last Superman They brought him film. back. He's like in a coffin. Exactly. Yeah. But, but he's, oh, he's, I lied. He's, uh, right. He's knocking on I, the coffin I, I, top already. They gave me knockout serum. You know, believe me, they'll come up with something. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> he coming dead. back. So and anyway, so, Ash, all these years later has to save the world as a completely inept, uh, over-the-hill guy now. In a corset. And I can't, I dig that. That's the hero I want to play. Well, that's what makes it so fun. And weren't, hadn't you finally escaped to, you were living in Jacksonville, Florida. Wasn't that your place that you always wanted to go to? Which is ridiculous, because Jacksonville <laughs> is not that great. Sorry, Jacksonville. 
But he had it in his head. He had to retire right. to Jacksonville. Why is that? Is that because you're from Detroit and everybody from Detroit? They goes, always went to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. You. That's where you would go. Right. Every holiday you went to Florida. So yeah, only people from Detroit. Bruce, were you surprised when in the after the eighties when you and Sam Raimi started making these these right. films that a lot of people started? And Sam is the is your like co-creator. Sam Raimi, yeah, he created this the series. He's were, the writer. Were you director. surprised to see so many movies sort of come out of this genre, like really gory eighties movies, like Hellraiser and stuff like that? Like I almost found it weird that you weren't the guy in Hellraiser because it was like sort of the handsome everyman who. You know, I don't know. It just... I was probably working on some other cheese ball movie. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they come in waves, I feel. The horror genre in the 60s were all very, well, the 50s, long shadows. You didn't right. really see much. Then Herschel Gordon Lewis in the 60s came by and showed graphic gore. And that was very scandalous. Late 60s, you had Night of the Living Dead where you actually saw like di things being disemboweled. Mm -hmm. I remember reading an article about it and I was too afraid to see the movie because it, as I was reading the article, my, my legs started jiggling. I, I can't, someone being disemboweled. That doesn't sound so very somebody good. was always taking it to the next level. Right. And so we just felt compelled with the first Evil Dead film, just don't hold back. It wasn't about just, it wasn't about random gore. But we thought when the gore happened, you know, let it happen. Right. There should be lots of gore. We were just unbanned a year ago in Germany. Why after is it? 30 some odd why years. do Why do it's, horror movie weird. lovers or horror comedy movie lovers like the gore so much? Because there is a lot of gore in Ash versus Evil Dead. There is. It's There's a lot it, of like blood spurting oh, and it's heads un, coming off. It's unbridled. Unbridled. It's just a roller coaster ride. It just, it's a visual treat is really what it is. We have all these great new delivery systems. Like you can, I can get you from across the room now with different size nozzles <laughs> that will give you like a shotgun blast nice, or a tighter spread. And we march these guys outside the studio now. And we go, there's tested on a wall. So they draw an outline of a person. And they go, these guys are Kiwis. We, we shoot in New Zealand. Oh, yeah, right. Here we go. This is the number three valve. <laughs> and you look at it and you go, oh, oh dude, Really? And well, is that like shooting the blood? Yeah, it's viscerous, oh, the, the spray. Were you a fan of this genre before you no, started? No, not even close. Now, but you and, got... And it's not that I even really am. The truth of it is we made really dumb comedies in high school, me and Sam Raimi and a couple of other right, you guys of went guys. to you went to school together in Detroit? We met, a lot of us met, I met Sam in junior high school. We became friends in high school. And then a bunch of other guys in high school... Uh, made these amateur movies, and we did it almost every weekend. We made about 50 of these movies, which really, we were very prolific. None of them were horror. But we got... And you just loved doing this. Just, we did, fun. we did. We never really got even in that much trouble. The cops would see us throwing <laughs> dummies off the building, saying, like, yeah, well, that yeah, looks like a good dummy this week. You're like, hey, thanks. We were never getting arrested. But, <laughs> Glad to hear So it. then we, high school ended with a thud, and we were like, oh, crap, what are we, can we actually do this? for a living and we thought well you can't make it there's no low budget comedies they you need john candy you need you know right. steve martin yeah, yeah. it's not going to happen but horror movies you can make them cheap with no name actors no fancy cars or clothes you know a lot of famous horror movies before that uh, anywhere from night of the living dead that's just that was a handheld movie for one of the first handheld movies with regular schmoes you can't you couldn't who's in halloween 
Jamie Lee Curtis. Who was she then? Right. And I remember Blair no, Witch. Yeah, was yeah. it Blair, Blair Witch? Witch? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody was in Blair Witch, you know? So that's kind of what steered us into yeah. it. And, and so it, were it, you even in college or were you just out of high school when this started? I never, well, we were all high school. It was junior high and high school that we did this. And we slowly met more of our mm-hmm. pals. And we still work with a fair amount of them now. Did, were you surprised when Sam went on from doing this kind of schlocky stuff with you when you were kids to then he's all of a sudden... Oh, he's, he's the a, biggest director and one of the biggest in Hollywood. Spider-Man and all oh, these it's awesome. blockbusters. It's awesome. No, the funny part is coming back and I did a I do a lot of cameos in his stuff. Yeah. Right. Just because it's fun. We, yeah. we, we love working with each other. You were in Spider-Man 3, right? I was in all of them. All of them. Okay. I named him in the first one. Um, but on, on Oz the Great and Powerful... Coming back onto that set, everyone's kissing his ass up one side and down the other. He starts trash talking me. I start trash talking him. And the crew goes silent. They're like, who's this guy who's, who's, who's yelling at Sam How Raimi? dare he? Oh, totally. I was like, they're, they're kissing his ass. I thought it was great. You, and I still think it's great. You can't stand for that. So you guys, you, you loved making movies all through junior high and high school. Yeah. And then you figured the only thing that we could get started on is got to be a horror movie because it's, it's cheap. And didn't you make your first one for like $1,500 or something? I beg your pardon, lady. We get a lot more than that. <laughs> three, three, about three hundred and seventy-five thousand is what it added up to for the first the evil first dead. one. No, that one's just evil dead. Oh, <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to say wrong? Uh, no, it's good. Before we good, we're gonna nail it on. by the end. So for the first one, three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. How, how did you even get that money? Let me tell you, that was plenty. That was a lot. That yeah, a lot. we honestly, one of our uh, partners, Rob Tappert. There was Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert. The three of us decided to do this for real. Rob was a lousy kid. He was always in trouble. And so they had a family lawyer, <laughs> this guy, Phil. And they go, we got to go talk to Phil. Because Phil helped us put together a limited partnership. They're all LLCs today, every corporation. But these were just right. limited partnership. You could go to a limited amount of investors. They'd use these for apartment buildings. We're going to get these investors build this building for this much and each rent will pay this much. And over time you'll make this much. It's an investment thing. That's very straightforward. You file it with the state and we're grateful that we did that because it was very profitable. And and if we had had a movie in profit and not divvied up the profits or figured out how they work, we knew where every penny went when the money came in. Right. And so thankfully we went to Phil and Phil he had most of the work done by a junior lawyer who was part of the Masco family, the three-way, the Delta Fawcett, the three-way Fawcett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was his family. So he would casually talk to his family about, hey, what are you guys working on? Oh, I'm, I'm doing some legal for this movie. That uh, <laughs> Made money it sound for. like very glamorous. Well, made it sound legit. So his family, some of his family invested. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And then it's weird. Once you get some, you crack a couple tough nuts, you get some easy ones. One guy we got 
We got money from him. Very difficult to get his money. He's on the golf course, golfing with a buddy. Hey, what are you up to? Oh, I just invested in a movie. Oh, yeah? Maybe I will. We had one investor who never met the guy. <laughs> he just signed a paperwork and sent a check. Never met him. And other people was like meeting after meeting after meeting. But we got, we realized, and I think a lot of filmmakers should get this in their head. You got to learn to raise money. Yeah. You can and do it. Not, there you... is money out there. There are people, you know, we almost. Like still today. Who I, will, oh, you can You can do go it. to venture capital. They might not let you in the door. But some venture capital groups will let you go in and pitch your your spiel to them, you know. And it's America. You can you can do stuff like this. It does work. We didn't know anything about the legal stuff about making no, a movie. We I didn't know anything didn't. about investments. We didn't know anything about making movies. We didn't know anything. But we could still do it because we knew we wanted to do it. So between the three of us, we kept enough drive going. Took four years to finish the movie. Do you soak? Wow. Up, do you go to like the comic cons and stuff? And, and I'm, soak I'm up? here for the New York Comic Con. Oh, okay. You, so you enjoy the fan because like, obviously, like your status in the horror film, I don't know, community is rather large. Are, do you get just hounded when you go to these places, and and do you like it? Most people are very timid. They look terrifying. But they won't. A lot of people they'll wait two hours in line. They won't say a word. Oh, they, do you think that? Well, is it because they've worshipped you for so long, or they're just scared of you because of your chainsaw? You're also also like a rather large man. Um, I don't know what the answer is. I think that a lot of people who glom on to this world of make believe are people who are sort of living vicariously. They're not like the characters I play, but they sometimes might want to be that guy. So. It's weird. Fans are cut all shapes and sizes, you know. But most fans, I have to say, I've had very few fan problems. You also, I mean, you've learned a lot from this. You explained to Stephen Colbert about the best way to sign a breast. It has a lot to yeah. do with surface tension. Surface tension. It's, no, it's all about surface tension. And I, I happen to be in the best position to apply that pressure. You're lefty. You're well, it just happens because, yeah, it's just it's One natural. hand up and then you squeeze with one hand. I don't squeeze. Sign, I apply pressure. Apply pressure with one hand. And then you pen yeah. comes in the other side. So, there's, so, so if we ever went to court, by the way, you'd never hear me have ever said, I'm going to squeeze your brain. Right, right, right. You apply that would always pressure. be, I'm going to apply pressure to create surface tension. And that right. creates and a that, nice writing surface right. for it's you. It's the only surface that is appropriate for a... a a sharpie marker right right, right. because of the oils of the skin by the way it wrecks your pen signing you, you sign a boob your that pen is dead does a ballpoint work or is that <laughs> no, no 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 it's a sharpie <laughs> okay i yeah, should is just hoping that one day he can have this experience well, just in case something yeah. you know something great he's like a me. fan who's kind of living vicariously through you exactly there's nothing wrong with signing boobies man <laughs> they're really no i totally agree nothing it's wrong. one of the pleasures if someone of asks you well, how why would, can you refuse that no why would you that's stupid you'd be a jerk <laughs> now, getting back to Ash, <laughs> your character, why do you think like you wanted him to be what what is the the sort of the magic in him being this kind of less than average guy? He's so flawed. <laughs> it's because he's so flawed. Some people go, I wanted to play that role because I finally could play a really upstanding, smart, straight, straightforward guy. And I want to play him because he's such a reprobate. He loses a friend last season and he's driving a car in circles in front of his house, drinking sh- crappy liquor out of a bottle smoking angel dust that's the guy i want to play i want to play that guy why wouldn't you want to that's so the wrong guy for the job that's why he, he's perfect for the right. part and why is i think it? you root for him you go yeah. oh my god this guy there's no way he's gonna pull this off and we had the character we push him 
pretty much season three over the edge. He Ash is going to uh, become unglued. I can't wait. Um, There's can, some really crazy stuff. Can I ask you about, you had this sort of memoir. It's called Confessions of a B-Movie Actor. Yes, followed by a sequel. Um, but um, the prefix to that is hail to the chin. Yeah. Have you been known as the chin? I never started the whole chin thing. Uh, but early reviews were the lantern-jawed Bruce Campbell. The square-jawed Bruce <laughs> So Campbell. that was a surprise to you? Well, I was like, whatever. It's just a chin. There's no big but deal. But it wasn't like in high school you were known no, as no, the chin. No, no, the chin. No. Lantern-jawed. No, yeah, lantern. That's a good one. So I just decided, don't fight City Hall. Did you? Did Jay Leno ever contact you with any legal action over this? <laughs> no. <laughs> or or want to compare <laughs> no. chins in person? No, but he took a good title, leading with my chin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you're you're going to get pushed over the edge. But why why do you have these special powers? Like why is I don't it have special, you? That's what we're going to find out. No, but it's like not special powers, but you are he, the one who's chosen. Foretold. Yeah, he's foretold. Foretold. That's the one thing we kept tormenting the writers about was he's not just a loser schmo in a trailer park getting wasted. He's foretold. He's his photo is in a in this ancient right. book. So. Uh, it was time to go a little Joseph Campbell, season three. Nice. What is the journey? Where is this guy going? Why? Because he he wants to know too. Because he when he finally is at his wits' end, he has a whole speech about what you. Why the hell would I want this? Why 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 me? I'm not I'm not that guy. So. Uh, well, it, he does go through a lot. Oh, the, hey, more than more than most. This is the kind of stuff I love to watch in October. It just puts me in the mood for this. You're gonna have well, to wait till February. Yeah, now, I know. I know. So, um, but, but, but I gotta catch up on season one, season two. Good point. Um, <laughs> do you have a? Can you recommend just for? I feel like a Bruce Campbell horror movie recommendation for our audience would be kind of big for for a movie to watch this October, the scariest month of the of the year. Um, if you separate the artist from the person, I would recommend. The Tenant by Roman Polanski. Such a good film. Yeah. Well, that's really scary. I saw that in college, and I have to say very few movies have caused me to think about it more than a couple of times. I could not stop thinking about this movie for about four days after I saw it. It's kind of like a psychological it, horror it's, thriller. It's making you think that you're going crazy. And the way they did it in the movie, I'm watching it going, wait, am I going crazy too? What is happening? The way he wove that tale, and without what? Four drops of blood in the whole thing. Yeah. So I'll tell you, mental horror can be really great if you can pull it off. You know, the sixth sense is not known as a horror horror, but it's a mind bender. It is a mind they bender. They bend your mind. Yeah. And, and what a great, great filmmaking when they can mess with your mind. It's one thing to make you jump, but to twist your brain is a whole different thing. It works so much better if you can get there, if you can really work. It's good skill well, as I mean, a filmmaker. You just said you didn't, you really like horror films before you made a horror film. Have you developed a, 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 an appreciation or a love for them? Do you go out of your way to see horror films? I appreciate what horror can do when done properly. Only comedy is the only other genre that can get a physical response from an, off, from an, an audience. Horror can actually make them jump and swear and shout. We used to go to watch Evil Dead when it was in theaters, just to, and we would start watching the people. We didn't need to watch the movie anymore. We saw it. 
a group of uh, football players sitting in a row, a big jump would come and they'd scare and they'd turn and they'd start punching each other. <laughs> like, you know, you you wimped out. You no, no, you me. wimped out. It didn't get me yet, did Yes. So they would just punch each other. Another couple had a jacket over their head and they watched the movie through a sleeve, one sleeve <laughs> with the jacket. Come and on. it would sort of roam like an elephant trunk. <laughs> and if it got too horrible, the guy would, he'd close it off. And then you'd wait, and the fist would come through and open the sleeve back up. And then they would keep watching, and all <laughs> night, the thing kept opening and closing. They couldn't, because they couldn't handle it. They couldn't just watch it. And I have to say, as a filmmaker, you go, that's cool. That's cool, because it was either the suspense that was getting them, the creepy mood was getting They couldn't even watch it. Because it's not, the first evil that is not nonstop gore. It builds up to a lot. But there's a great, there's good mood stuff in it, so... I know it's fun to watch. That's a, so it's a good genre to experience with a crowd. And then just like a good, like in Jaws, guy's head pops in this boat, a hole in the boat. They're underwater. And yeah, it's, it's, one, it's one of the classic scares. I saw that in a crowded theater. And it's almost exhilarating where the entire crowd lurches in its seat. And then because some people start laughing and and you know the reactions afterward. Great. What, about, what about when people try to be funny at horror movies and they're like, "Watch out!" That kind of stuff. That wh- how do you feel about it's that? It's always terrible. I agree. It's so annoying. Yeah. The only way it ever worked, in my opinion, was Forty Second Street back back when it was you know, "Hey man, check it, check it, something for your head." It was back when it was all sleazy theaters. Mm, yeah, because then you'd go to a midnight show, and everybody's talking. Right. I told you don't open that door, you fool. <laughs> What's the matter with you? You know, and hey, talking beca- back. It became a thing. That's what you're it, signing up yeah. for, like it's Rocky a, Horror. Or it something. is. It's a performance. Of but it. normally, and so I, in that case, it's great. But it's rare that it's normally it's it ruins the tension. But that's just fine. Why? Why do? Why do people like horror movies so much? It's the. Uh, why the, do they want to be scared? Why do you want to take the highest ride? Well, I don't. Why do you so want to I take don't. the drop of doom? Where you? Well, it's because you. They pull the trigger, and as you're falling. You're dying. And then you get to the bottom, you realize you actually hadn't died. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That's a rush. Totally. And so I think when you go into a horror movie and you're going, oh, my God, I can't believe that's happening. Oh, my God, what is that person going through? Holy crap. You know, all the twists and turns. And when it gets bad, characters that you love get killed. It really takes – it's an experience. It can be cathartic. And then the, the, the heroine or the hero gets the monster back after doing so many horrible things. The audience is like, yeah, get that. Get that son of a bitch, you know, that – so – uh, it can be a very entertaining genre to make. It's hard to, I feel it's hard to, it's hard to make horror films. I would put up the complexity of a good horror film with any other genre short of Iron Man, you know, the big, the big superhero movies where everything's right. 48 different levels of a digital shot. Yeah. Horror layers, movies, layers, everything layers. about it is mood. Everything about it is camera placement. 
you know, it's it's and it's so easy to screw up a horror movie. So it's that cathartic experience that they really love. They love getting I think so. scared it's, and then it, they it's survive. An adrenaline rush yeah, they, they survive, survive. You know, and afterward they go, "Where's the car park? You know, right. let's go have pizza." And most of the horror movie tickets are purchased by women. Bonnie, did you know that? I believe it. Yeah, because w- it's, women it's have also come a good, out of the shadows. Well, you know, they it's, have, it's, they it's, they're good for dates because then you can. There's a reason to snuggle up against this guy <laughs> yeah. that you yeah. might be wanting to Let's snuggle go up to a against. Scary horror movie. Yeah, exactly. Can this guy protect me? Let's see. Yeah, it's a test. Okay, so um, one of the last questions here: Who would you like? Which star would you love to come have come on Ash versus Evil Dead and have them mowed down by your chainsaw? <laughs> like, whose head would you want to take off? Who do you want to kill? <laughs> wow. Meaning someone that I don't like? Yeah. That I would want to kill as a yeah. demon? Or you really do like, you just want to get close to them. With your chainsaw. Wow. Yeah. I would kill Jennifer Jason Lee. Ooh. Because <laughs> she's a, just a great actress. I work with her on Hutsucker Proxy. I'd kill her because she would well, make that's it right. look really convincing. That was convincing. the reporter movie, right? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. And I she, love would, she would be a very convincing demon. I'm going to yeah. take all and this she's out of been in, Hasn't she's <laughs> been in a horror movie too? Uh, yeah, and yeah. She was in where the there's some the person was trying to be her. Every every yeah. actor has been in horror movies. You start <laughs> in horror movies and you end in horror movies. <laughs> well, listen, we are so glad that you came by. And are you wearing your corset today? Well, that's between me and my corset. <laughs> of course, of, cor- of corset, not. Kind of <laughs> Well, we wore ours. Nice. Thank you you. so much for coming by, Bruce Campbell. And everybody, get ready. Get, like, catch up so you can be ready for the third season of Ash vs. Evil Dead on Stars starting February 25th.